The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people at Bustle, and everybody else in between. We're breaking it down Monday night, uh, meltdown style. There's a lot of stuff to get to this evening. Full house uh, tonight. Rick Saratella is going to join us. NFL draft, a Bible, SI.com. It's hard to believe, guys, but the National Football League draft is just a little more than two weeks away uh, right now. So we're not crazy to break down the NFL props. You're not crazy to start putting your bets in right now because there is a live movement on a daily basis not with every prop but some of the soft numbers that are up there uh, right now and according to FanDuel and many others Matt Jones is now like a mortal lock to be you know one of the top three picks of this National Football League draft and I'm having a hard time buying Mac right now having a hard time uh, believing that uh, Mac Jones is going to be the third player taken in the National Football League uh, draft, uh, but uh, if you don't, if you're not buying it, then you can bet it, right? That's why there's sports books. You can uh, voice your opinion uh, by betting it. And, you know, it's it's tricky. It really is tricky. So Rick Saratella is going to join us. We'll talk about the NFL draft. We'll get into the defensive side of the football. There's a lot of defensive props up uh, right now. Paul Bovey. Paul's always great talking basketball. We'll talk NBA basketball and uh, more with uh, Bovey. Kentucky Derby's around the corner, and Paul's already like a uh, daily horse player. I look forward to, you know, if I ask him about the Kentucky Derby, he might just get angry. He hates the Kentucky Derby. Guys that bet ponies every day. They hate guys like us that just roll in for the triple crown. We're like posers. We're posers. Even though I actually owned a horse before, it's one of the worst decisions uh, we've ever made. <laughs> actually, you know what? It was a lot of fun, uh, but it was, it's, it's costly. I got to tell you, like I've, I've, I've said this before and I'm going to say it again, all right? If you really hate somebody, that's what I should do actually to a troll. We should find out like a troll's like home address and not... Not have them murdered um, because, you know, that would be illegal. Um, <laughs> not have them murdered, but, like, give them a racehorse. Like, if you really, really hate somebody and you want to ruin their life, give them a racehorse. Just, like, give them a free racehorse. Put a free racehorse. Here's, a, like, a free $10,000 horse, $20,000 horse that you can run at the track, license included. You'll destroy the person's life within six months. It's better than voodoo. Give them a horse. <laughs> this is Sports Rage. Bring it. Are you one of us? We've just got one question. Do you like games? We do. Do you like winning? What a coincidence. So do we. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. 
But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Dot com. When you're sick, you call a doctor. When your pipes break, you call a plumber. And when you're ready to win, you keep it right here. For sports gaming strategies and information, experts, it's a thing. The home of the winning edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. It's all set. They got the bug boy out. The bug boy. The little fella's been riding his heart out. They're going to break his maiden. Really? Yeah, but it's a little slow out there. It rained last night. Oh, this baby loves the slop. Loves it. Eats it up. Eats the slop. Born the slop. His father was a mutter. His father was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. What did I just say? Class level one. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenzi, Sirius XM Channel 204. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. As I stated, uh, we're like a tourist on a uh, two week vacation. We have a lot of stuff to unpack uh, this evening. Steph Curry becomes the all time uh, leading scorer in um, Warriors history. And I almost felt bad for retweeting something. I didn't realize, like, I sort of wasn't thinking. That's why you got to think about your retweets sometimes, right? where it said, congratulations, and I like Steph Curry, so it said, congratulations to Steph Curry, now the all-time you know, leading Golden State Warrior, and I hit retweet, and as I hit retweet, I see right underneath, said, and the greatest Golden State Warrior ever. And I'm thinking, I don't know, greatest Golden State Warrior ever. Uh, did, we just, uh, did we just slight uh, Wilt Chamberlain uh, here? I think Paul Bovey will be the, the guy to answer this, but I guess, listen, Wilt Chamberlain, um, he was a warrior, uh, a San Francisco warrior, uh, albeit um, you know in a different era. But it's amazing how quickly we forget. Let's bring in Paul Bovey right now. I want Paul Bovey's uh, thoughts on owning a uh, owning a horse. Mr. Bovey covers dot com in the house. Covers experts. Hey, you doing, Paul? Gabe, I'm doing great. Can you imagine what the reverse puck line was? on that Carolina-Detroit game because these reverse oh. puck lines, uh, they get insane. And if it was 4-1 to one straight up, uh, you could have taken the other side. Certain books have it where you could lay the one and a half with the dog and get exorbitant odds. I saw the other night there was a play, Colorado took on the Wild on the second of a back-to-back. The Wild are a decent team. Plus 475, laying a point and a half, and they blow them out eight to three. You get great value on these reverse puck lines. It really is insanity. And, you know, somebody we somebody threw it out there last night. We broke, you know, we break down the games overnight all the time. And we talked about this game. And, you know, we talked about Carolina laying this massive number. And somebody threw it out there and said, oh, I'm going to lay two and a half. All right. They pushed their luck a little bit. <laughs> They're going to lay two and a half. Uh, but laying a puck and a half. And look, Paul, Detroit just beat these guys the other night in a shootout. And then there they are laying minus 400. Hockey, a game can open up. But hockey can also be a lot like soccer, bro. 
You know what I mean? Like, Paul, like, you know, like, there's like, there could be a big discrepancy level and like talent and between soccer teams and one team's like minus 350. You still sweat your balls off all night and it's one nil at the end of the night. And you get a late goal. It's like, oh my God. I, mean, I just like took a year off my life with the health. I don't know if you've bet soccer before, Paul, but I'm just stating. There's not a big margin of victory in the NHL. It's not like the NBA where the average margin of victory is 23.8 points per night now, right? The NHL, the average margin of victory is like 0.8 or whatever the hell it is. So you start laying 400, bro. Like that's two nights in a row they've just lost. Put it this way, guys. The numbers I have here, the Red Wings just cashed tickets on Saturday at plus 288 and plus uh, 315 tonight, Paul. Gabe, you can lay exorbitant odds in basketball and football because it's more or less a team sport in that no one player is going to make or break you. Whereas in hockey and baseball, you get a hot pitcher, a hot goaltender, and all bets are off. So you you can't lay those kinds of numbers in hockey and baseball. People that do it, I, I just don't believe in it. And you're skating on thin ice and and, and really uh, putting yourself in a very perilous state. And I we, we talked about this on Game Time Decisions tonight, guys. And we said it's not even worth putting in parlays because it's such a massive number. Right? So it's not like, oh, I'm going to parlay this minus 400. Why? So how many people tonight, I guarantee you, they you know, got crushed, people parlaying... Um, you know, Colorado with, with Carolina. Oh, there's no way Carolina loses uh, again, not not to Detroit, especially, you know, they traded people away uh, today. It is it is crazy uh, that you see this. And it's a good point that you raised, Paul. Same in baseball. Baseball, there's a fine margin of error in baseball, guys, right? Even a better team isn't really that much better. I know it sounds cliche, but the old, the best player still fails seven out of ten times, right? And a hot pitcher... You know, leaving runners in scoring position, it's dangerous. Anything can happen in a baseball game in nine innings. I agree, Paul. You get into football, and it becomes a physical thing, right? Like, Vanderbilt can't beat Alabama. Through 60 minutes, it's going to add up. Our 62 guys are going to push your 52 guys around everywhere here. And it's hard. Like, it's like it won't happen. Basketball, there's only five guys on the court. It's t- you can get hot hitting threes, but it's tough to overcome talent. Look at the NCAA tournament. One seeds win every damn year, right? So we see this. Uh, but you're right, Paul. You get into hockey, bro. And, you know, I've seen it, man. And listen, I played hockey. Listen, I know hockey. And it's the most frustrating thing. It's a lot like soccer, guys, where your team can outshoot the other team. And Matias knows this with soccer um, in, in L.A. Your team can have possession 90%. Look at Greece when they beat Portugal. Greece, like, had one shot on goal, and it went in. Portugal had, like, 13 shots on goal, Paul. It wouldn't go in, <laughs> right? And the other team gets one shot. I remember I bet Olympic hockey, and I knew I was screwed, guys, during the game. It really pissed me off. I'll never forget. It was Norway versus the Czech Republic uh, in hockey, Paul, in the Olympics. And the Czech Republic were freaking loaded, bro, with, like, NHL stars and stuff. Like, they should have routed these guys. They literally were out shooting them like 36 to 6. Like they hit the crossbar of the goalpost like six times. The goalie on Norway was standing on his freaking ass here. Like the guy looked like Ken Dryden making saves left and right. And then lo, it was 0-0, Paul. Lo and behold, Norway scores like a minute into the third period and they win. They win one nothing. 
It was like the Czech Republic were just doomed not to score. They dominated them. That's it. You learn your lesson. Even Paul, that's why uh, even Paul, Paul says he doesn't know hockey, but listen to the advice you're giving us, Paul. <laughs> well, Gabe, Gabe, I bet one hockey game this year, one hockey game. And it was the St. Louis. <laughs> Did you win? The St. Uh, I'll tell you what happened. The St. Louis Blues literally outshot the opposition. It may have been Minnesota. I think it was 37-11. to 11, And they lost the game <laughs> by two goals. How is that even possible? So I basically got my hand smacked, and I never went back for more. So I'm out of the hockey realm for the rest of the year. Maybe in the playoffs I'll come back and get another taste. But for now, I've just backed off. Yeah, that's the way I feel. I labeled the NBA. Uh, I said the NBA uh, tonight to me is uh, not betting anymore. That's what the NBA stands for. Not betting anymore. Although, <laughs> although I did squeeze a two and one out tonight, Paul, so I'll take it. As I was on your New York Knicks. Um, your New York Knicks, uh, Paul, against the Lakers tonight. I thought the, I thought it was a good spot for them coming off that blowout win that the Lakers were all cocky and Kuzma thinks he's a fashion icon walking around New York all weekend and like retweeting sort of like subliminal <laughs> subliminal smack. Did you see? Did you see his jacket today? I only bring it up because yeah, it was hardcore. Uh, I did. Yeah, I, I he had a bunch of mirrors. Yeah, just look up Kuzma's jacket. Kyle Kuzma, he really went like modern sort of fashion. Hey, Cantor told me that, that every player when they go to New York, they all dress up and they bring out their A, their A stuff. But I like the Knicks tonight, so it was nice to cash that ticket. And the game squeezed uh, over the number uh, tonight. So we'll get Boldy's thoughts. And I want Boldy to give uh, everybody uh, his thoughts on should they own, uh, uh, should you buy a horse? I think he's going to say no. <laughs> Bring it. Remember the good old days before you found us, got the winning edge, and started winning? Neither do we. Thank God. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You're listening to the home of the winning edge. We're always here. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you don't have to mark your calendar or anything. What do you got going on anyway? That's what we thought. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Maybe I'll go down to the track, put it all on a horse. Why don't you put it in the bank? Bank? This is found money. I want to parlay it. I want to make a big score. Oh, you mean you want to lose it? <laughs> This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Lamarinsky. Covers.com. 
Paul Bovey uh, joining us uh, right now in the Monday Night Meltdown. George Kurtz will step up and in Rick Saratella, NFL Draft Bible um, and uh, SI.com. Of course, the National Football League Draft is now just 16 days away uh, right now as we're into the overnight hours. So it is 16 days away. So in other words, it's uh, two Thursdays from now. NFL Draft. We'll get into some props uh, tonight, a little bit later on. So, uh, Paul, I want to get into the NBA with you, but you're a big horse guy, and I, I brought up the you know the Kentucky Derby's around the corner right now, and I know to daily horse players, the Kentucky Derby is sort of like the guy that goes to the bar every day, and then New Year's Eve he goes to the bar, and there's a line, and there's a bunch of jackass kids there, right? <laughs> Kentucky Derby Day, everybody comes out of the woodwork. Uh, people like us, uh, actually, that like are watching our show, the Triple Crown crew. Uh, but uh, the Derby is around the corner right now. But it's nice to have uh, the um, it's nice to have the Triple Crown coming up right now. Last year, everything was all scattered and spread apart. So it's nice this year that everything is scheduled and lined up, at least, Paul. Yeah, I actually like the Kentucky Derby and the day because you get head-to-head matchups, and I'm big on that, and you don't get those during a normal racing day. So I tend to thrive on these head-to-head matchups where you just uh, it's one horse against another horse. And typically in the Kentucky Derby, you'll have 8, 10, 12, 14 matchups, depending upon how many horses are entered in the race. So this is something I like to get involved in, and uh, I normally do well with it. So it, it's a, a day I'm looking forward to, and it, it, it should be a lot of fun because, as you said, last year uh, they moved the Derby back. So this, this definitely is something that a lot of people, a lot of horse players are looking forward to. Now, Paul, I don't know if you heard the top of the show, but I said basically, like, if you really hate somebody – um, like you do sometimes with uh, condo boards and uh, rental um, rental situations and real estate. Uh, instead of suing them, give them a horse. I said, you give someone a racehorse, it'll destroy their lives and it'll cost them, you know, the more expensive the horse, the more it'll destroy them. <laughs> uh, yet, I tell you, so, you know, I owned a horse before with other people, uh, but we were the primary owners of it. And you know what? It was a lot of fun, but then it started to catch up and the horse got hurt. And then it was just a nightmare uh, scenario. But being at the Meadowlands every day, you know, I couldn't resist. I'm looking and I see, oh, buy a share of the horse, buy a share of the horse. But I don't have a problem with that, Paul. Like if you go to the track and, you, you know, you kick in a couple of bucks and you buy a share of the horse. And, you know, a lot of tracks have those programs. You know, I know at the Meadowlands, you know, one of the broadcasters there um, has a farm and stuff. And a lot of the a lot of the patrons that go to the track sort of, you know, chip in and own a percentage of the horse, which is pretty cool. Um, I know you've done that at Saratoga before, but you've gotten perks from it. So I don't have a problem with that, Paul. But owning a horse as a whole, as I stated, even rich people like have lost money doing it. Look, you're a smart guy. You're a smart investor. I never hear you talking about owning a bunch of horses on your own. (laughs) Actually, actually, I'm not smart all the time. And I bought my first horse when I was 25 years old. And it, it it ran, I think, me and a guy split it, and it was like 20000 The most frustrating thing is when they ran the horse, he ended up running, I think, two months later in an $8,000 claimer. So anybody could have bought that horse that I bought for twenty 
in it for $8,000. So we, we piled into the car, went down to the track. I'm a kid. Uh, the horse is going to win. Anyway, uh, to make a long story short, uh, I, I burnt up a, a lot of dough that day. And, and, and anyway, I came back for more about six, seven years later. And I've gotten involved in the problem <laughs> with owning a horse. It, it's kind of like owning a restaurant. You tell people you own a restaurant. You tell people you own a horse. It's very glamorous to tell them that. But behind the scenes, you just get blitzed and blitzed and blitzed by bills. The horse needs to have his hooves cut. He needs vaccines. The horse hotel. The, the shoe person. You, you get bills from all over the place. It's kind of like you don't want to go to your mailbox on a daily basis. It's, it's like you're, you're going to get the bill from the attorney. No, you're going to get the bill from something to do with your horse that you have to write another check for. So it is fun. Don't get me wrong. You go to the track. You might be able to make a few bucks with it short term. But long term, it's negative EV. You have to get lucky with one. And, uh, you know, I, I'm not discouraging it but you just have to know what you're getting into before you undertake the process i think you uh, you explained it uh you explained it uh, beautifully and as you stated it can be a lot and as you stated it is it is super sort of it's that oh you want a horse it's glamorous and and stuff but in reality uh, and as you stated and then you know when we owned the horse paul i told myself that you know i remember i even told the guys i said yeah listen i'm gonna let you guys run things and you know what i mean i'm not gonna be one of those guys that's gonna start like you know second guessing everything all the time but then lo and behold after you know i'd watch and i'd see these dumbass sort of like jockeys and like or we call them drivers exactly you know what i mean in the third in the in the harness world and i'm like man why did the guy do this why did they do that and and as you say then you get into the whole thing as well with the horse well you know what you know, we got stuck in traffic on the way to the track, so the horse was in a bad mood when he got to the track, and the horses are moody, and and it's like, dear God, he's only racing once a week. And I know that feeling, Paul, with the claimer, because, guys, the way it works, so let, like Paul said, so if he buys a horse for $20,000, and then he puts him in a race against, like, lower-tier horses, you can do that, fine. You could take, you know what I mean? You could take Northern Dancer and put him in, you know, bring him to Fort Erie if you wanted to. But the problem is someone could bid on him, right? At that, whatever the claimer race is. So the thing is, we were really stupid, Paul. Our horse came out hot and we paid, we paid like 10-5 for him. And somebody offered like 13-5, like a couple of weeks later type thing. And we thought, oh, no, hey, we've got some great horse here. Let's hang on to him. So we kept the price high. So when you keep the price high, guys, you get the worst post position because they balance it out. They're like, oh, this guy's, you know, you got a $12,000 horse running against a bunch of $6,000 horses. So if they balance it out. They put you on the outside. So I know the feeling of the claimer world, Paul, and it's a pain in the ass. Like everything is just like... I remember going from no 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 we've gotta we've gotta like charge more for the horse so no one wants to buy him to oh god I hope somebody claims him tonight Paul <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> like, actually that's part, that, I was gonna say that's the part of the game that actually intrigues me I I did get involved with the claimer 
a while ago, and, and I went in and claimed the horse uh, with somebody else, and the horse ended up winning a race. In fact, uh, Andy Serling made a comment because the horse got bet down so much in one of his uh, succeeding races, and I know the trainer made a boatload of money. See, the trainer will never tell the owner if the horse is going to win because he doesn't want the owner telling his brother-in-law and his housekeeper and his gardener to bet the horse because he's going to knock the price down. So the trainer keeps it on their uh, hat ends up going right. out and making a mint on the horse. So the, the trading fee is only $100 a day, but he's making boatloads of money on betting his horse when he knows it's live. Yeah, I'll tell you what, you're right, because I always get the same thing. Oh, no, he looks good. I'm like, we well, can't always look good. Like, just, you know what I mean? And then, I used to, then I became like, I used to call the track all the time and watch it on TV. I'm like, what the hell is going on here, man? I like the way he's looking in the warm-up here. Um, and I do agree with Matthias, who's tuning in right now in Germany, not to be confused with uh, one of our producers, Matthias, in Los Angeles. But we got listeners from all over the world. It's a good point. You need more than one horse. But then it gets crazy, bro. But, you know, I mean, it gets out of hand. But I would agree with that. You know, if you have, you know, you have a couple of horses and one of them gets hurt, it's not the end of the world. But also the purses aren't enough coming back. But it's a, it's a great sport. It's a lot of fun. And, you know, like, like Paul said, I don't have a problem, guys, if you throw in a couple of bucks and you're just sort of a minority uh, owner. But if you start like, you know, you want to be the man, big man. You're gonna pay the price uh, for it, and there's not a lot of chicks in that business either. Maybe in the maybe if you're like Baffert and stuff, but yeah, that, that's the other thing. Yeah, there's no yeah. clout. I like how you compared it to a restaurant. <laughs> there's chicks in owning a restaurant. Yeah, Gabe, though, right? I, bought a, I, I I bought a stiff horse a couple years ago. The good thing is my owner's pass got me in the track all the time, and in Saratoga, I was able to go in and walk around the stable. You know, so. You, you just you hobnobbing with, with, with the uh, you know with the elite, the Chad Browns and the Pletchers, and you know you you could talk to the jockeys. So it, it's a fun experience, particularly at Saratoga, where kind of the stable is so close to uh, everything. So it, it was fun, but that's the perk I got for that horse that ended up costing me twelve thousand dollars. So I got free entrance to the track. <laughs> And it was a good time, but uh, I'd rather have my twelve thousand dollars back. I don't need to see Chad Pletcher up and up uh, up close and personal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Paul Bowie, Kate, with us. Sorry, we're gonna get into some NBA basketball on the other side. That segment was brought to you by the uh, Equine Association of America. Countdown to uh, the Kentucky Derby is on. <laughs> I had a racing uh, owners too. I didn't renew my license. I'm like, no, I'm not renewing this. <laughs> when you're a winner, you get good at spotting advantages. Like us. Sports gaming strategies and expert information. The winning edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. 
the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. It's simple, really. You have a choice. Either listen to Sports Grid and get the winning edge. Or don't. And get really good at explaining things to your increasingly impatient wife. Happy wife, happy life, dude. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. Well, I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Right, late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenzi. So I understand Jamal Murray uh, has been injured uh, this evening. The question is, um, how severe is the injury? As I see, he goes down. One of those deals in which it looks absolutely harmless, but those are always the worst. And um, he looks like he he was in severe severe pain. Um, doesn't mean um, does 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 not mean that uh, just because somebody looks like they're in severe pain doesn't mean he's going to be done uh, for the year. I don't know if you've seen the the, the clip yet, Paul. Um, all right, so he waved off a wheelchair and he limped uh, into the room. I tell you, Denver had been playing good basketball. I talked about their meltdown a little bit last night. I bet one NBA game yesterday, Paul, I took the Denver Nuggets. It was looking good most of the night. And then, of course, Boston goes on a 31-3 run. But Denver are done in the playoffs if they do not have Jamal Murray. It's as simple as that. Yeah, I, I agree with you. They just couldn't afford to lose him. And, yeah, they went on a nice little run, and I saw that yesterday. I couldn't believe the final score because I, I think I tuned out in the middle of the third quarter. It was a day game. I didn't have any involvement in it. But I have to tell you something. I was a little fortunate tonight because, personally, uh, I know you had an iffy night in the NBA, and I actually came back from the abyss. And the funny thing is, so – I have Orlando in the first half of the game. It's 13-7 Orlando, and I had some things to tend to outside. I'm getting ready to sell my house, and I had a worker here just grooming it up. I walk outside at 13-7. to I came back 10 minutes later. <laughs> Lo and behold, it's 25-13. to They won on an 18-0 run while I was outside. It was the most incredible thing. Thankfully, the Houston Rockets – bailed me out tonight with their team total. Rockets are playing good basketball. I have to tell you, Gabe, uh, they're yeah. feisty bunch, even though John Wall, John Wall didn't do anything tonight. If he had had a decent game, they win this tonight. And Phoenix, at one point, 25 of 40 from beyond the arc, you better be putting your opposition away. The problem is they give up way, way, way too many points in the paint uh, I don't think that uh, Aiton is, is all that defensively, and uh, I think they're going to have some problems in the playoffs. Well, look, this is the second time 
uh, that Houston's covered against Phoenix in the last week or so. Uh, remember, you know, the Phoenix were laying a bunch of points, pretty much the same spread on the road uh, last week. I'm not going to hold it against Phoenix. I agree with you, Paul. Like, Phoenix have their their their, their limitations, but I'm not going to hold it against them that they're not covering. You know what I mean? They've been rolling along. They're winning the games. They're not covering. They don't care about covering, right? The betters, you know, the betting market does. But I, I hear what you're saying as far as their defensive deficiencies in the paint. But I got to tell you, tonight, man, how about Washington winning outright? And I tell you, Paul, no, I went 2-1. and one. My only loss tonight in the NBA, I, I played... Uh, you know what? We went 3-1 and one in the NBA. What am I saying? I was on the Pelicans. So I had the Pelicans. I had the Knicks. I had the Knicks-Lakers over. So three wins. My one loss, the Orlando Magic. The Orlando Magic fell apart. I thought oh, they were getting know, healthier tonight so once again. You were on Orlando as well. Yeah, so it was my better. one loss I, of the I night. Actually, <laughs> I, I thought I was the lone wolf. I thought I was the lone idiot that, that took Orlando off of uh, the beatdown by Milwaukee yesterday. But Milwaukee made 19 out of 40 from beyond the arc. So I just figured, all right, they had a bad game. Milwaukee killed it from uh, three-point. They're going to come back here, especially uh, Okiki was in the lineup tonight. So, uh, But anyway, it didn't work out. The Magic, I thought, had been playing good basketball, and they've just hit a brick wall in the last couple games. I thought it was a well, really, lost. really bad spot for the Spurs, by the way. I thought it was a terrible spot for the Spurs because they had been through a, a couple back-to-back games, I believe, against the uh, Nuggets. And then they had that big win yesterday, last second shot. Your DeMar DeRozan, ex-Toronto Raptor, who hits it uh, 119-117, and they beat the uh, Dallas Mavericks. Uh, Paul Bovey, King with us, Covers Experts, Covers.com, Covers Experts.com, uh, either one, it'll get you there. So um, I'm just thinking, Paul, we, you know, last night we talked about a crazy parlay that somebody played. Somebody played Eric Bledsoe to score 25 and a half or more points. He got to 26 on Saturday, um, like in-game. And, um, and the same person parlayed that with Hideki Matsuyama to win. Uh, the the Masters in tournament at like forty eight to one, so it was forty eight to one and like eighteen to one that Bledsoe would get to twenty five. Now, anyways, the fifty dollar parlay paid forty four thousand dollars, but I'm just wondering tonight. Oh I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. Can you believe that a two t only a two legger, Paul? So it was an in game bet Saturday night, um, or not Saturday? Said so the Pelicans, whatever on on Sunday. When did they play? It was Saturday? So it was uh, the the Pelicans. Um, um, with um, with Bledsoe in game to get to twenty five and a half, and it was eighteen to one, and Matsuyama was forty eight to one to win a Masters live in tournament, and the, the the woman or man whoever it was they put fifty bucks on it and it paid forty four thousand. But I'm just thinking tonight the Washington Wizards winning tonight parlayed with the with the Detroit Red Wings would have been a nice payday. Fifty bucks probably would have got you back a nice chunk of change. I'll tell you that. But, you know, the number was kind of weird tonight. You know, me and Cam talked about this game, about how come the Wizards aren't getting a little more uh, this evening. But the Wizards can be a dangerous team at times. But winning the game outright, that was a shocker to me. Hey, Gabe, I actually took the uh, Wizard team total over in the second half, and I scratched and clawed and made it. But I also took the game over second half, and Utah just – couldn't get it done. I, I mean, every time it looked like Utah was going to get back in the game, 
They just couldn't do it. And the Wizards the other night fell apart in the second half, I believe, against uh, was it the Warriors. They they just couldn't do anything. And, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. tonight, give them credit. They started off really slow, really sluggish in the third quarter. I think they only had, like, uh, nine points eight minutes in, and they really turned it up, and uh, they closed out tonight. So give them a lot of credit. They almost gave it up towards the end, and uh, Utah got to within one possession, but a couple free throws at the end, and they uh, solidified the win. So, you know, the Wizards, you know, just a hot and cold team. Uh, They're not going anywhere. I remember seeing a wager early in the season. Somebody threw a flyer that the Wizards were going to win the East or the – you know, and I said, "Hey, only if Wes Unseld uh, or, or Elvin <laughs> Hayes come back, and that's certainly impossible because this team just isn't—they're yeah. just not good enough." I, I don't have a, any confidence whatsoever, Russell Westbrook, in terms of winning. He's a great player, puts out a lot of effort, but as a winner, no. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> like uh, talking about the old school Washington Bullets. And uh, those are the first uh, NBA Finals that I watched, actually. The Washington Bullets and the Seattle Supersonics. Um, you know, great, great stuff in the old days when the, the Washington Bullets uh, were actually good. So, uh, Paul Bovey kick with us. You're right, they are a hot and cold team. But I tell you what, man, Westbrook has put up some crazy, stupid, sick numbers uh, this year uh, that he does deserve credit for. I know he's got a green light, but... So, let's take a look at the overnight uh, here and... Uh, so, Paul, we were talking about Phoenix earlier. Look, they're playing the Miami Heat uh, tonight slash tomorrow, whatever the hell you want to call it. So they're playing the Miami Heat. You, you know that they're going to take the Houston Rockets a little bit uh, for granted. So th- this will be an interesting spot with the Heat and uh, and the Phoenix Suns tomorrow. Up to three and a half. Uh, up to three and a half uh, right now, uh, Paul. Looking at the, uh, the overnight uh, numbers. So the Phoenix Suns are minus three and a half. The total is 214 and a half, hosting Miami. The Boston Celtics, who went on that massive 31-3 run um, yesterday. Another very erratic team of Boston. Uh, plus one and a half at Portland, total 227. The Utah Jazz play again. They're laying 17 and a half points to Oklahoma City. The Lakers are in Charlotte. Their road trip continues. The bad spot for them. But can Charlotte do anything about it? Charlotte are uh, minus one right now. Clippers are minus two in Indiana. And the uh, Toronto Raptors are three-point favorites in Tampa Bay. Hosting the Atlanta Hawks. The ever-psychotic, schizophrenic Toronto Raptors, Paul. Yeah, they are schizo, but they they should have their way with this Atlanta team. And I know Von Fleet's out, but still, Atlanta does not defend the paint well. Uh, So they should be able to get inside, get some easy buckets. But I do like Miami here, Gabe. I mean, they played earlier in the season. Phoenix gets the win, 110-100. Kelly O only played 15 minutes, was 0 for 6. It was a minus 15. They yanked him from the game. Of course, Kelly O is now with the Rockets, uh, and he's doing a little bit better in terms of his three-point shooting, which was languishing with Miami at 32. Now he's back up to 39. They did not have Dragic in that first game, and they beat him up on the glass. Miami did 17-8 to on the offensive boards. So I like the Heat in this game. They played well the other night against Portland. They were down eight. 
took over, drew off, and they get this Phoenix team, which you think took Houston lightly. And no, I, I don't believe it. I, I just think they got into a hot shooting mode, opened up a lead, and then all of a sudden when they weren't hitting the threes like they were hitting them, they went 12-16 in the second quarter alone. All of a sudden, Houston got back in the game. And I want to point something out, Gabe. Every made bucket inside the arc for Houston tonight was in the paint. They're not defending the paint well. I like Miami tomorrow night. Uh, I will bring up to play devil's advocate just as far as Phoenix. And, you know, not covering the number is one thing. They did smash Washington 134-106 a couple of nights ago. But, Paul, I've got them right now, I believe. They're 27-5 and outright in their last 32 games. Like, you know, like at, at some point, I think they, you know, they can overtake the Utah Jazz. The Jazz might have hit the wall a little bit uh, here. So, you know, it, this is a big game for Phoenix. We'll see what they do uh, tomorrow. I'm looking at what? It's rare. It's nice, at least, that we have some of these games that matter. Miami are playing for something, and Phoenix are playing for credibility because people like Paul Bovey don't believe in them. They've got to silence critics like you, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 Gabe! Come on that 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 Phoenix Washington game the other night. I, I I played it in the second half. I lost it. It was fifty seven fifty five at halftime, and they exploded in the third quarter. And Washington and your Russell Westbrook just laid down. Russell went six and seventeen <laughs> from the field, zero of four from beyond the arc. That's your Russell Westbrook. So. Uh, it was a matter of more so Washington's futility. And it's a team that relies on the three-point shot too much, doesn't play enough defense. So, uh, okay, Gabe, I, I granted, they've, they've had a nice run, and they, they haven't had a winning record, I believe, since 2013-2014. So I'm going to give uh, accolades to these Phoenix Suns, but I'm not going to say they're going to go far in the playoffs. Listen, Miami are starting to heat up uh, right now. They've won five of the last six games uh, outright. We'll wrap up with Paul Foley on the other side. And I do agree, it's true. You watch the Phoenix Suns play, guys. It's amazing how many threes they get. To win, you need a plan. We're the home of sports gaming strategies and information. To give you the winning edge, you're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You're a true player. You look for every advantage you can get. Congratulations. You just found it. The Winning Edge. Sports gaming strategies and information you won't find anywhere else. 24 hours a day. Seven days a week. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. (coughs) 
three minute warning, level one. This is Sports Rage, Sirius XM Channel 204, Sports Grid Radio Networks. I am Gabriel Ramsey. Covers.com, Paul Bovey kicking with us. Uh, you can find him on the experts uh, page. Uh, so, uh, Paul, you're perfect. Uh, your no hitter came to an end. I said it was 4 0, but it was 5 0. It was a hell of a run, buddy. Uh, we appreciate it. We, we cash it, and the listeners uh, did as well. Uh, it came to an end because of the Boston Celtics, speaking of erratic basketball teams, taking on an erratic Portland Trailblazers uh, team. So is the uh, the play you're leaving us, is this the documented play, the sports rage uh, play, the Miami Heat plus the points? Well, it's the only one that I covered. Look, uh, I'm going to be leaning uh, – to the Clipper game over. I know there's no Kawhi Leonard, but without Miles Turner, you might remember my comment a few weeks ago that they'd be giving up 140 a game without him in the lineup. And I, I think the games could still go over. Uh, I think it'll be a back and forth track meet. They played early in the year. The Clippers actually blitzed them. They had uh, scored 100 points three quarters in. Turner did not play. Beverly did play. He'll be out. Beverly had a plus 29 in 26 minutes and barely scored. So he's a force on the defensive end, and he's not playing. So I'm not sure what the number is. Uh, And I forced that play last week. I should have went two nights out because I had a very strong play two nights out. But I wanted to go the next night. And if you remember... There were so many players on the injury list. That That's the problem. They sit these guys down, and there were guys on the bubble uh, that night. So the only game, one of two, that I could concretely say that I had a handle on the starting lineup was that Celtic game. And unfortunately, the center for the Celtics absorbed three fouls in the first few minutes. And and Bede went off, and that was the problem. So let's go with the Miami Heat. <laughs> Paul Bovey, Connors experts. Great stuff as always, Paul. Thanks for the time. Thank you, Bede. The late night anger Patrick class continues. Bring it. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.